Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The Sungi on Dryad in the Martian city Noctis Kinjal is up against the wall. One of their members, Shuju, got in a fight with a Martian ranger and ended up being killed. His cortical stack with all of his memories is now in the hands of the police force and needs to be retrieved fast. Join Becker playing Ellis, Craig playing He, Yorian playing Burke, Slavek playing Pivo and Tillman as the Game Master on this Eclipse Phase 2nd Edition nano-up called Body Count. Please follow Twin Cities by Night on social media and join our Discord chat. If you'd like to support us financially, you can also find us on Patreon. Enjoy. So, Burke, you've been working under stress now that the alarm went off for a little bit to get out the stack. It's kind of a messy thing, but as I said, the body of Juju was cleaned up professionally. So the blood has probably been drained already. He's cut up pretty bad. Like the whole backside of his neck and skull, you cut up with very low precision and like yanked the stack out. But now you have it. It's like an olive-sized little diamond thing. Not very pretty to look at right now, but could be worse. So you hear some yeah. movement from the entry of this room and a ranger with one of the baboons steps in. Can I stack the olive somewhere? Sure. Uh, you can put it somewhere in a pocket of your clothing or something. Yeah, then I'll at least do that and leave the rest up to the rest. Quick, make it look like we weren't just doing stuff and then um, Elise will walk out. Because I'm, I'm assuming based off of my understanding of how you described the room is that it's there's a big room, but then there's like little alcoves that we kind of step in for. But are there any walls around us with open doors? There are no walls really and um, doors within this room, but the, wish, the vision from the entry is definitely obstructed. There's all kinds of tables with equipment about. There's these other people in front of you working at one of the desks, and you could cover up Shuju like, with, your, with your body, really, like just stand in front of him and look like nothing is going on. And you had this, uh, this rag that was covering him before. So the ranger steps in, and the technicians look up now. And you hear the conversation. So um, everything all right with you guys? The evidence tampering thing uh, went off again. And one of the technicians like, yeah, I mean, we're just working on the sylph morphia. Pretty sure I I did all the all the uh, setup correctly. I mean, this, this other group just walked in. I don't know them. I don't know what they're doing. G's going to listen in pretty carefully to what they're saying. So the ranger then goes on to scan the technicians probably taking their id and verifying that they're the people that are expected to work there and apparently it all checks out and then he's looking up and coming towards you the baboon following and looking at you in a kind of menacing aggressive baboon way the tail whipping in the air cue a pipe up is everything all right officer well, I need to make sure, right? Damn alarm went off again. I know. It keeps happening. I mean, I'm pretty sure we did everything right. Uh, we, I mean, that other group, they were just in here when we got in, but, you know, we barely did anything yet, so. Yeah, you know, I just need to check IDs and then 
send it to the database and see whether you whether you show up. Right. Um, Game Master, are we in this database? No. <laughs> you probably didn't uh, send in the paperwork or digital paperwork to go work on Juju. Right. Well, you do what you got, it, officer. And she kind of just starts like doing what she was doing earlier, just like being nonchalant. The Dragonfly morph equivalent of checking her phone. <laughs> yeah, you can always check your your messages in your augmented reality pop-ups. So within your vision, you have an overview of what's going on in the mesh, like the alarm that you had. So Ranger shows up. So who uh, wants to go first? Look, we, we just need to go through with this. Sorry, I'm trying to think of an idea to... I don't think it'd be realistic for me to try to talk him into not doing it, but would it be, I, I can't, what I kind of want to do now that I'm thinking through this is I want to be super distracting as he's doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that's going to help, but like just getting kind of close into his personal. So Elise will, will walk up and be like, all right, let's get this over with. It's so tedious to do this. Don't you think just kind of holding out the fake ego. If he actually like scans those, they would come back as something that is not in a database. Like he'd be like, uh, who are you again? Because you're not uh, within the database of the department. So it would be, and this is just lack of understanding on my part too. So that's Your ego ID it. basically says something like Jane Doe or Joe Schmo uh, of uh, Martian Ranger Department. Bianca. So uh, if someone glances at it, it holds up. It's like a fake badge. No. Gotcha. But if they scan it, that's a problem. Yeah. All right. So instead of being like, hey, here's the documentation, I will basically send him the fake paperwork that I've done. And I'm going to try to convince him to not do it using that, if that makes sense. I'm going to just say yes. I'm going to at least try. And if it doesn't work, then... I mean, your colleagues can use the time you buy to like set up another distraction, maybe. Or okay, you know. Speaking of distractions, what if uh, a more pertinent uh, alarm went off? Like, say, part of the base is being depressurized way over there. I know this came up earlier. It's probably a bad idea to put the whole thing under lockdown. I like the concept that you're suggesting, but not the depressurization. Is there like, because you couldn't get out. Is there like a uh, transhuman equivalent of like a cold blue, like someone's like had a heart attack or something? Or is that pretty I much mean, gone by now? I have hardware industrial. And the way it says hardware industrial also covers habitats and such. So maybe I could roll that and figure out something that is severe enough for it to warrant their attention, but not severe enough for there to be a lockdown. Yeah, let's go with Alice's, I think it's deceive. You have two options to go about this. You can be deceptive or you could use your provoke. That's not meant to provoke aggression, but it's provoking any kind of reaction. So basically, you're not providing uh, something that is believable, but instead you're using words and cues to like provoke a certain emotional response. Uh, but the question is, so I'm going to be distracting the person while uh, somebody else is coming up with something that'll draw that person's attention away. Is that correct? That kind of the angle we're trying to go for? That was my thinking. Yes. Okay. Then yes, I'll do it 
I will provoke him to get him flustered, just being very flirtatious. And um, like, as, as I'm talking at this full document, just, you know, touching the arm a little bit and being like, yeah, see if you look here, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, definitely have zipped down the, the suit just a little bit to provide an ample viewing opportunity. All right. So I'm going to roll provoke. provoke. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the total number, correct? Yes. So I got a 55 out of 50. Oof. It's a critical fail. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> you can turn it into a regular failure if you want. He fails on his as opposed role as well. Are you suggesting that I dope Pebo? Roll with it. Okay, we're going with the critical fail. Let's do it. So since he failed as well, I would say he's at first kind of oblivious to what you're doing, only then to react super annoyed. He takes a step back first and then forwards again, like rubbing his temples. Look, is this really, is this the time right now? I got this asshole in the interview room and now I got to run around check for IDs. I was, I was really just trying to take a coffee break. Oh, um... I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, who are you anyway? I haven't seen any one of you four here, like, ever. Oh, well, I mean, that's reasonable. We're from the Northwest sector. Which one? Give me a department name. Can I use this opportunity to quick uh, do, I don't know, like a Google search to uh, provide one over the uh, the MyLink internet we got? Yeah, sure. You can You can make one up that sounds legitimate. So... Sector 11, uh, Department uh, um, of Interior Matters. Oh, obviously I'm, I'm with Sector 11. The ranger just like rolls his eyes again. Okay, can I then see some ID, please? Just send it over. I'll be gone. All right, at this point, at least to continue to buy more time is going to play stupid. And like, okay, okay, fine. Here, let me... Uh, and then just sending him all the wrong stuff to begin with. Hoping that um, one, of the, one of her teammates will have set off the alarm by this point. Right. So you sent him what you prepared, maybe, or something that, like a town map where your department is and your, uh, your certificates or something you downloaded or, you know, just bullshit data, pictures from, from police school or whatever. I love um, it. Yeah, that's exactly what she'll start with. And just the whole conversation of, oh my gosh, this isn't the right thing. Like, oh, I'm sorry, here, let me send another item. And then it just continues to be the wrong ones. I'm like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what's going on. It must have a, a bug or something. The ranger at this point is like protesting. He's not really getting aggressive, but he's definitely like angry at the bullshit you put him through. Just so you guys know, like as a hint, much of the stuff around you is remote controllable. So you have like these RoboMule bots around. They're essentially moving carriages and they can drive themselves and carry equipment around. You had this pot morph that you saw earlier. It doesn't have arms, but you could probably remote control it with this puppet sock thing. Or you could cause your other alarm. I don't want to take that idea away from you. Could I maybe remote control one of those mules to basically start walking out and then bash itself into the shin of the uh, ape? 
just make a collision with the baboon. Like um, it's walking by, and then instead of like uh, walking around it, it like hits it right in the shin. So it goes, ah. All right, let's do that. Here I gave you the drone rig. This means you are not suffering a negative. What you do is basically you connect to to the device over the mesh. And then in your augmented reality pop-up, you have like a control panel for the device itself. Normally you would suffer some sort of penalty, but you can just use your basic skills. I will need a infosec role again to like get uh, through this security. This time it's not that severe, so just roll your normal infosec. And then... I made the infosec roll, by the way. Yeah, just give me your melee, honestly. Trying to get that movement pattern of the mule just right so it collides with the with the baboon. But I have a zero in melee. Ah, that sucks. I would say then do athletics. Oh, damn, that's a crit success. Yeah. <laughs> that's... No, not just that, that's a superior critical success. <laughs> so all this time that uh, Ellis is having a conversation with this um, increasingly agitated ranger, um, this uh, little mule bot is running around it's like just it's picking up trash and picking up things that looks like you know need to be taken out and moved to a different area and it's walking by and just like bashes right into the shin of the baboon guy and then backs up oh sorry bashes again into the shin i would say you have kind of pinned the baboon into like a corner that he can't get past uh, past that stupid robo mule and this baboon gets agitated, like you hear shrieking from him. And the ranger didn't really pick up on it. He just heard like a banging sound from from a robot. But that happens all the time. They run into walls or some shit. Yeah. Um, what the actual fuck is... Oh, God. Like, come here. And he tries to scoot down uh, for the robot and like push it aside. And it's just going to bash right into the shit again. Oops, sorry. Bash. Oops, sorry. And then it's going to try to turn and go out in the hallway and try to get the baboon to follow it. Oh, yeah. The baboon definitely, like, follows. It's shrieking again. It's probably, like, picking up some small item from a cart you can't really see. And it, like, throws it at a robot and runs after it. The ranger runs at least, like, the half of the room before he, like, gives up because the baboon is way faster and already in the hallway. As in the ranger is not following the baboon? Well, he followed him for a while. Robomule runs out, baboon on its heels. Ranger sets up to walk, but he's not as fast. He's kind of like in this position, God, do I really run after this stupid animal now? You know, he's not like, he's not making a full run for it. He's kind of jogging along and yelling for for his uh, companion there, but yeah, he's not in the mood, really. But you have distracted him. Maybe we could just slip out in one of the other hallways now. Oh, yeah. I I would very much like to do that. He gets distracted by the baboon, and then we just kind of... Yeah. I give you a side door that you can scoot through. You find yourself in a machine shop. More bots are around and devices of all kinds. You see a maker on the side to like fabricate replacement parts and you like disposable items, just random stuff. A few like benches with all kinds of utilities to work on robots or synth morphs of some kind. 
And right now you're alone in this room. There's a second exit to the hallway. So then our the way we came in is kind of blocked? No, you have uh, the door that you came in through from the morph bay you were in with Shuju. Now you're in a machine shop. There's another door to the hallway that you initially came from. So is there is there like a way to basically keep going through the doors and kind of circumvent to the way that we thought that the security guy went? You know that there's like this one central hallway. So unfortunately, you will make your way through there. Unless, of course, you realize, yeah, you could probably fit in the air ventilation system. But the rest, mm, that would get very difficult. I mean, I'm pretty sure P.O. could fit in there. Uh, yes, he has obtuseness. And yeah, he can probably fit in there if he gets up there. Let's split up, gang. Cool, but wouldn't it be nice that air vent crew has the, 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 the stack? Yeah, I mean, we could grab the stack. You get an extra armor too. So yeah, then Burke gives the stack to Pivo. Pivo takes the stack, puts it in his somewhere. Octo pouch. Octo pouch. <laughs> now he's got like armor and like stuff on himself. But yeah, I mean, I have uh, I have a thruster, so I could probably get up there. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. You can just fly up there and uh, use your many arms to like rip out one of the gratings or probably not rip it out, but use a wrench that you find around and get it open. Dragonfly, come on. You know my name, Vivo. All right. See you two on the outside? See you on the outside. So then she will kind of fold in her wings and just kind of like be crawling on, on her belly using the appendages at a very slow speed behind Pivo. On the metal, you do notice you make a little bit of a ticking sound moving along. Pivo is quieter-ish. Sometimes when he heaves around in there with his the weight of his body, uh, some of his equipment clanks against the walls and it makes a shuddering noise. You just hope that no one really pays attention. You can make your way also into the hallway and every now and then you catch a glimpse of what's going on through the grating. There's definitely more action on the hallway now. You don't really see the one baboon and the rover mule anymore. And looking around, you're not sure whether the ranger is there anymore. But people are on alert. You see rangers are now moving with more purpose, going back and forth from room to room, apparently checking things out. The technicians are kind of on standby, it seems. You see some groups like standing around, probably bored and kind of ready to get back to work. But things are still in the in that mode where everything needs to be checked before work continues. I'll get it on our internal comms and say, Burke Ellis, uh, you got a team coming over um, toward your direction. ETA about one minute. Okay, I'm getting bored. Let's do something. You got an idea? I got fire. Let's uh, let's go see if there's a side room that we can uh, cause a distraction in. And before Elise will oh, like go out into the hallway, she'll check it, make sure no one's coming from that direction and just try to like dart to the next hall before somebody rounds a corner. Right. So you again were on the left side of the building, judge it 
judged by the entrance in the very back. So you know on the opposite side of the hallway or the intersection that you're in right now is the body bank and sleeving station for the ranger morphs, uh, the rusters, I mean. If you were to run along past the intersection again, you would get to the armory or gun range and to the office space. Or you could go into the main hallway, but it sounds like you wanted to avoid that at first because there are probably a lot of people running around in that region. Yeah, if they're checking IDs, the idea is to keep moving so that eventually like, they just kind of pass us and don't really ever see us. Burke, did you want to go to the armory? I mean, this sounds like a terrible idea, but that sounds like the most boom. It does sound like the most boom. And normally I'd love that idea, except that if there's other people in the armory, we have a major problem. Okay, that's a good point. If we are going to explode something, then honestly, anywhere we go in here is going to be, it sounds like it's going to be um, people in there. Because my other idea would be like, oh, let's go to the body bank. But I mean, they're probably going to have technicians in there as well. And I think we're trying to be a little sneaky. I don't know. Maybe we can, as an idea, just trying to brainstorm to create that diversion. One of those, we can link up one of those robots and have it explode in another room as an idea. Yeah. So you want to rig something up that goes somewhere and then uh, sets off the charge? Yes, I, that is that is the route that she's starting to settle on at the moment. I would say you definitely find some sort of surface spot. For simplicity, we can just say it's another robo-mule or maybe like a cleaning thing uh, that you could probably program. Uh, Alice, this time you will need to give me an infosec. And Burke, you said you have hardware demolitions? Yep, I do. So I would need that as well to set up the liquid thermite on top of the robot to not go up in your face. So I'm looking at the pools um, and it says before roll, we could add plus 20 to the test's target number. Uh, yes, that's a bonus of 20. So your infosec is 65. Normally you could turn it into an 85. I do want this to succeed. So yes, I'll spend that. Is it a insight, moxie, vigor, flex? Insight. Or flex. Flex is another catch-all. So I got 82 out of 85. Good thing I spent that. Okay. Now, the interesting thing is Alice succeeded by a very large margin. Work crit failed. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to go with the boring option where you just hurt yourself and nothing else happens. So you rig up the trap. Uh, you've got this robot set up and programmed to like go into the hallway. And where did you want it to go, Alice? I wanted it to go into the main hallway and then probably off to the right side of the building so that as it's starting to catch people's attention, it'll, it would explode on that side. And then we kind of dart around while everyone starts going that direction with the uh, end goal of I'm probably exiting through the front doors quickly. Right. So you set it up. The robot starts to walk outside with a thermite charge on it ready to set up, uh, ready to go off in like half a minute, maybe. It walks outside the door that opens automatically for it into the hallway. The door closes again. Then you hear a clanking sound and someone saying, oh shit. And then a like a gushing noise 
and someone screaming. Uh, Burke, what is that? Uh, I don't know. She looks through the air friend down at what just happened. Yeah, one of the technicians accidentally walked over the bot as it exited the room and apparently set off a thermite charge that was planted on top of it and now he's on fire. Tacnet, Tacnet. Did someone set up a thermal charge? Not mentioning any names. Burke. What? No? Why? Uh, I just transmit the video. Hey, great distraction, guys. Let's get going. <laughs> so on the video feed, through the grating, you can all see the technician is, like, on the ground now and rolling around to, uh, like, get rid of the flames. It somewhat works. Two other, uh, probably, technicians, like, pick him up and uh, slide him over into the, as uh, you guess, receiving bay, probably. Uh, the rangers are now on full alert. People are starting to draw weapons and the baboons are like shrieking again. They don't like the fire that much. Also, you have an augmented reality alert again. Fire in the building. We should probably get out of this place before it goes on full lockdown. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, shit, our, our exit plan just blew up prematurely. Elise will actually go to the room that they just exited where Shuju was in and kind of check, is there any rangers in there? Right now, no rangers. But you do see a technician who like takes a look at Shuju and probably has noticed that someone has tampered with him. He looks up and he sees, to his knowledge, a ranger because he's still wearing the uniform. He's like, oh, very good that you're here. Look, I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, is there a fire? Do I need to be worried? I heard, I heard someone screaming. But look, I just found out uh, this doesn't look right. No one from my team would have done this. I mean, okay, you can okay. tell. This is just amateur. Look, there's a fire in the building. It's imperative that we start moving out and getting out of the way. They got to clear it out and we don't want it to spread. So you need to move. But, nope. but the evidence, nope. obviously, here someone... We'll deal with it in a little bit. Your safety's more important. He's like, Jesus, God, you... I mean... And, and okay, with, and he, like, walks into the hallway through the main door. Are there any other techs in there? Because at that point, she'll just grab an arm and hoping Burke takes her lead. We'll just start, like, manhandling them out of the room. He's the only one in here right now. You know that the rest was like kind of held up for the ID checks. He was probably one of the first to like get back to work and was just kicking around while the rest was still waiting. Okay. Uh, if he's the only one, I'll let him leave and then kind of like, let's go, Burke. I was thinking that we would leave through yeah. the room that Suju was in. Yeah. And go out that yeah, way. Yeah, that would go back into the hallway. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. So you go back into the hallway and looking to the right, you see there's still an open fire because, well, it's thermite. You, you're not putting that out. Putting water in that would actually just make it much worse because it would explode. So the bot is no more. There's like a hole burned through it and the thermite kind of scattered on the ground. It's now burning out. You see... There's definitely some debris around, you know, like dark spots everywhere. 
and free rangers are like trying to move past the flame to go to the machine shop to check out what's going on. Apparently, they would like to take their baboons with them, but the baboons are not cooperating with the flame. It it would be kind of safe to move past it because it's in a very like small spot, but you know, it's the animals don't like it. I think then we just try and move past. Yeah, you can go in the other direction to go back to the main hallway. Right now you're like in a side region. Sounds good. We need to go to the exit anyway. Why don't you take a look through our growing catalogue of one-shot scenarios to find out about Chronicles of Darkness, Delta Green, Call of Cthulhu, 13th Age, Eclipse Phase, Rogue Trader, Slasher Flick and probably even more.